Blog Talk Radio.
The True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Radio. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast is now on the air. Yapwa's Radio Yaqua's Ministry. I be your host. By name, your fear, Israel, of Seed Royal. We're doing a series called Seed Royal, the Nobles of Yagda. Clean out. Fix the blame and solve the problem. And we're just going to get off into some things that we left off on. And, and we'll see who can be on stage for tonight's episode part number 19. And, we, and who we see on, on stage is the mother. That means one thing. We got the proper deal. The step to the plate. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. We'll see if we can get something going on with the mother until 
got a lot of memos saying a lot of the big dignitaries that be on the broadcast either at work or on their way to the broadcast. We'll see. So if you can find Mother E and we'll hold out until we can get some more going on around here. Hey, Mother, Mother E, kind of y'all got to do this. Y'all probably be just see right here. Yahweh bless you, Spirit Israel, a free roar. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, Mother E. Well, Mother E, uh, I can tell you one thing. The beat goes on, and Yahweh's business got to be done. So uh, I see I see you, uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to do your part. And so I'm going to say Yahweh be with you. And, and how about Mother A, Mother, Mother Z? I, 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 do you want to come on stage and hold on to the cavalry to get around that Mother Z? Hey, Mother Z, y'all probably be there to see you right Another mother out of Camp 1. You ain't here. You ain't here now. Yeah. You ain't here right now. All right. So I guess, I, I guess it's, um, we'll, do, we'll do the best we can then, Mother. We'll take a look at a few things. Play it as it unfolds itself for take number 19. So let's, let's uh, get right into it, Mother, because they'll be a little bit late. The cavalry will be a little bit late getting in, but we'll hold out. So once you take a look at Luke's chapter 12, verse 12, and we'll see which way it goes from there. Book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, Mother. You got to never forget that, Mother, Mother E. The righteous spirit will do, will do, will do a part. Let me, let me check and see. It might be another one. The sisters out of Camp 1 coming to the broadcast. We'll find out in a minute. Let's find out if, if this uh, sister Judith coming on the broadcast to get in where she fit in and hold that microphone. You'll find out. Charlie, y'all got Judith, sister Judith. Y'all probably be with your C. Roy. Y'all probably be with you, Sarah or C. Roy. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. Y'all bless me. All right, good. All right, sister Judith. You sound like you... Um, we see you're, you're, bat, you're battling a little sinus, but uh, and that's <laughs> but that's the kind of pipe we need. Battle that pipe, but in the same token, be ready to throw that microphone down for Yahweh because he brings everything on us, and he can be the one to take it off of us. All we got to do is make sure we get him right because we're but matter of fact, matter of fact, um, Sister Judith. Let me show you what kind of power this man got, how this man operates. Let's get a verse there, Judas. Let's get a verse in behind that. Let's run to the 11th chapter of St. John. Because Mother already got some Luke 12 prayer. So in the 11th chapter of Sister Judas, let me show you what kind of power this man got. And we got to never forget this thing. In St. John chapter 11, we're going to look at the power of our mighty one and what we're dealing with. Let's see, let's see what kind of power he got. 
In the 11th chapter, we're going to look down at um, something. What we want. Let's pick it around by verse number. Let's pick it around by verse number 33. Let's look at the 11th chapter around by verse 33 from Judas. And we're going to read down to 43. 33 to 43. And let's see what let's see what we get out of this so far. I'll tell you what. Give me 33 down to verse 40. And Mother E, pick up at verse 41 down to verse 44. There you go. Sister Judas, St. John chapter 11, 33, down to verse number 40. Come on. John chapter 11, verse 33 to 40. Verse 33 reads, When Yahweh the son therefore saw her weeping, and the Yahweh Judah also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Verse 34 reads, And said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Yahweh, come and see. Verse 35, Yahweh the son wept. Verse 36. Then said the Yana Judah, Behold how he loved him. <clears throat> Verse 37. And some of them said, Could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died? Verse 38 reads, Yahweh the son, therefore again groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Verse 39 reads, Yahweh the son said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Yahweh, by this time he thinketh, for, for he have been dead for days. Four days. <clears throat> Verse 40 reads, Yahweh the son said unto her, Say, I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the honor of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's saying, now, now this, this man called Lazarus, her brother, he was dead, oh, Sister Judith, he was dead man. That means he had something worse than a, a, a shinies, a, a nose cold. A nose or cold. He was dead. Now, now we're going to watch the power of our mighty one, what he says behind that in verse 41. Come on, mother. Hey, mother, mother, let's look at verse 41. Now, remember, this man is dead. And Yahweh cried over him a little bit. But then, all of a sudden, around by verse 41, mother, we'll read till we get our point. What happened in verse 41? St. John chapter 11, verse 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Yahweh, the son, lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. 42. And I know that thou hearest me always. But because of the 
people which stand by, I said it, that thou may believe that thou hast seen me. Verse 43, and when he thus has spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Verse 44, and he that was dead come forth, bound hand and foot with great clothing, and his face was bound about with a napkin. That's why the son said unto him, said unto them, loose him, and let him go. So you see that? So Yahweh got the power to whatever ailing you is to lose it and let it go. So he got all that power. So that's one thing about that's why we all got to remember one thing. You got to keep this man first. He got all this power. He says, this man's been laid dead for whole days. And Yahweh said, well, Father, you always hear me. I wonder, I wonder why did he say that, Father, you always hear me. Uh, Mother E, let's see if you can find out why did he say that in 1 John chapter 3, verse 22. Why did he say, Father, you always hear me? Let's see if you can precept that and find out what happened in 1 John chapter 3, verse 22. Let's see why he said that. 1 John 3, 22. First John chapter three verse twenty two. First John chapter three verse twenty two reads And whatsoever we ask we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. You see that? So the son has that card to, to flash before his father. He said, Father, I do all the things that please you in your sight. And, and, and I want you to show your big black hand right now. It's not that I don't believe. It's just they need to believe that you is all, all that. So now, give me a precept on that, mother. Give me a precept in the book of Nehemiah 8, verse 10, and Sister Judith have me, Revelation chapter 12, 17, and 14, 12, waiting on it. Let's even get a precept on that, Mother. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Okay. Let me get back here. Nehemiah. Yep, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Nehemiah. Oh, 
but this supposed to be a joy, and and you and you gotta understand that it is a joy, a joy to do what? Hey, a uh, uh, sister Judas, not giving that Revelation chapter twelve, seventeen and fourteen verse two. Not give to me, sister Judas. What you got there in Revelation twelve seventeen? <clears throat> Revelation chapter 12 verse 17 reads and the dragon was was rough with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed which keep the commandments of Yahweh and have the testimony of Yahweh the son yeah, so you have Judas. So the dragon was wroth with the woman. And why he was mad with his woman called the children of Israel, that was a woman's name, because they kept the commandments, they kept the law. So Satan will always do whatever he can to keep you away from keeping that law. So he so you go he gonna do he gonna he gonna try to be everything he can to you to try you. To see what you get away from that law. 14 verse 12, what it says to Judas. Revelation chapter 14, <clears throat> verse 12 reads Here is the patience of the saints, children of Israel. Here, here are they that keep the commandments of Yahweh and the faith of Yahweh the Son. Well, you see that? So we have to have patience today to do this. And take care of this man's business. Now, um, I want I want to look at something there. Mr. Judas, I want to look at a statement. And where I want to start at? Let's see what we got to be in. First Kings chapter nineteen, verse ten. Let's see what we got. First Kings chapter nineteen, verse ten. First Kings chapter nineteen, verse ten. First Kings chapter nineteen, verse ten read. And he said, I have been very jealous for the Yahweh of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thy altars, and slain thy seers <clears throat> with their sword. And I... So he said he was very jealous. He was very jealous. We're going we gonna to look up that word. And find out what that word, that, that word means, Sister Judas Jealous. We're going to find out what that word means. Hey, Mother E, so Sister Judas, look up that word. Is you able to look up that word, too? That word jealous means G E A L O U S. While Mother E, we're going to look at 1 Corinthians. No, I want, I want to look at something. In the book of Numbers, we want to find out how this word jealous 
is used. Now, Sister Judas, when you find that definition of it, let me know. You got the definition of what this word jealous means. But Mother East, just look at Numbers chapter 25, verse 10, down to verse 13. And if that's the end of 13. Yeah, number 25, 10 dollars verse 13. Look at number chapter 25, verse 10 to 13. Verse 10. And the Yahweh speaks unto Moses, saying, Verse 11. And is the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, had turned my wrath away from the children of Israel, while he was zealous for my sake among them that I consumed, not the children of Israel and my jealousy. Verse 12, Wherefore say, Behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace. Verse uh, 13. And he shall have it and his seed after him, even the covenant of, of an everlasting priesthood, because he was zealous for his Yahweh and made an autonomy for the children of Israel. You see that? You see that, Mama E? And Sister Judith, see, when you're zealous for you some Yahweh, your spirit is right, don't think you, you're not going unnoticed by the angels to report back to Yahweh. He said, you know, um, Mother E is zealous for us from Yahweh, and so Yahweh some angels, they make you, when you got that, that zeal, I mean, that zealous uh, spirit, and you're ready to go empty in season, out of season, but they make no for that. He says, for Phineas to have all this good spirit going for him, I, I'm going to make him something and to come out of his lawns forever because he was zealous for him some Yahweh. That means he was ready to go. When it's time to take care of Yahweh's business, he's ready to go. That's the kind of spirit Yahweh look for. Because he want to attract you with all type of little ailments and everything else. But in the same token, that's the kind of spirit we got to have. And we got to treat every day that we come on our ways or whenever we in Yahweh's words like, our, like it's our last. Because it can be our last. That's why you gotta make sure you use zealous for some Yahweh. I mean zealous. Matter of fact, I gotta get a precept on that mother E. Exactly how we got to be in Second Timothy four one. Got I gotta get a precept on that mother. In Second Timothy chapter four one, in a time Anytime you have opportunity to spread Yahweh's words, you got to be zealous for it. Don't nobody have to supposed to rile you up or nothing. You're supposed to be ready to go because you know Yahweh, he likes that spirit. So 
we want to get down and let's read verse 2. Let's see what in verse 2 there, Mother. Second uh, Timothy 4, verse 2. Second Timothy 4, verse 2. Teach the word. Be helpful. In season, out of season. Recruit, rebuke, exalt. That's all long suffering and doctrine. Did that? So you say you gotta be infant. You gotta be infant in season and out of season. Any time that book is cracked, you put that, that spirit goes automatically just ponder up to the highest. So to be.
through all the nations that are under the king's dominion obey him and fall away everyone from the religion of their fathers and give consent to his commandments. Verse 20 reads, Yet will I and my sons and my brethren walk in the covenant of our fathers. Verse 21 reads, Yahweh forbid that we should forsake the law and the ordinance. Verse 22 reads, We will not hearken to the king's words to go from our religion either on the right hand or the left. Verse 23 reads, Now when he had left speaking these words, there came one of the Yadah Judah in the sight of all uh, to sacrifice on the altar which was to modern according to the king's commandment. Verse 24 reads, Which thing when Matthias saw, he was inf- he was inflamed with zeal, and his <clears throat> reins trembled. Neither could he forbear to show his anger according to judgment. Wherefore he ran and slew him upon the altar. Verse twenty-five reads, and the king's commissioner who compelled me into sacrifice, he killed. At that time, and the altar he pulled down. Verse 26 reads, Thus doth the zealous for the law of Yahweh, like as find be it unto Zambari, the son of Solomon. Verse 27 reads, And Matthias cried throughout the city with a loud voice, saying, Whosoever is zealous, of the law and manifested the covenant, let him follow me. Yeah. Well, you see, that zealous means, see, that means you zealous for you some Yahweh. He said, now, with a loud voice, he's not a whoopo, he's a, how many going to be zealous for the law of Yahweh? See, that would see, that's the proper definition, not being, uh, no, not hateful or anything. It just, the proper zealous is those that want to get this thing with emergency. He said, now, although everybody's doing everything that the king got on the table in the big digging terrorists, but I'm going to ask you, besides my son, who among you will be zealous for some Yahweh's law? Then you follow me. So there is a devil, Judas. That word zealous means those that's going to Go, go the distance, the mile, and some more miles for some Yahweh. There go your zealous. That's how you do that. So when you become a zealous for Yahweh, then Mother Eve, what it says in First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 15, and you become a what? And when you, when you zealous for some Yahweh, then you become a what? Let's see what it says in First Corinthians sixteen fifteen. Let's see what happens when you zealous for some Yahweh. First Corinthians chapter sixteen, verse fifteen. Read First Corinthians chapter sixteen, verse fifteen. 
I beseech you, brethren, you know the family of Stephen. Stephanie. That it is the first fruit of Acar. And that they have addicted themselves to the minister of the rank. You see that, Mother? They was what again? What, what big word they got there? They was addicted to the ministry mm-hmm. of the saints. They was addicted. They was just like we call today how them misuse this word as uh, you addicted to a drug or something. No. They was addicted to the word of Yahweh. They was uh, addicted to when them books open up, when them Saturday classes going on, they was addicted to it. It's like a person on drugs in the, in the modern day time. That's how they was when it came down to Yahweh's ministry. They was addicted to the ministry. You hear Get to 
First Kings chapter 19, verse 10. Let's read that again. And Sister Judas have me. Second Kings 10, verse 16, waiting on me. We're going to get, and I need a definition of the word called zeal. What that, what that word means. Now, we know what zealous means. That means you're going you're gonna to break out running to keep you from Yahweh. So I'll tell you what to do, uh, uh, Sister Judas. Look up that word zeal, uh, Z-E-A-L. Hey, Mother E, pick that up at 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 10. And I need to have, have a definition of this word called zeal after Sister Judas look it up. Let's see what we got. First Kings chapter 19, verse 10, Mother E. First Kings chapter 19, verse 10. And he said, I have been very jealous of the Yahweh of hosts, but the children of Israel have forsaken my covenant. Thrown down my altar and slain mm-hmm. my seal with this sword. Yeah. And wow, I that's good. That's good. good. That's good, Mom. So he found out that, that, that Ezekiel, Elijah, he was very zealous for him from Yahweh because get to the children of Israel and tell them how low down they've been. But he was zealous enough to try his best to do the best he can. So you got to be zealous for this business right here. Now, what what do the words zeal mean? The definition of zeal means uh, dedication or enthusiasm for something. Ain't that something? Dedication and enthusiasm for something. So that's the spirit you got to have. You got to have zeal. So you got to have zeal. You know, I was uh, listening to an old tape, and I said, well, I still hear that old zeal in old fear. That means one thing. Y'all are still working with it. So now, let's get a case in point on that, Sister Judas. Let's get a case in point of zeal. Now, look in the middle and see, I'm talking to the national audience, what are you saying on being zeal for you from Yahweh? Second Kings 10, 16 is real a little bit. Let's see, let's see who do you know fit that. Matter of fact, when you get to read a couple of verses, I'm going to ask y'all a question. Who do you know? After we read Second Kings ten through sixteen, I want I want to get an answer after Jude, Jude read a couple of verses in Second Kings ten sixteen. Come on. Second Kings chapter ten verse sixteen reads, and he said, "Come with me and see my zeal for the Yahweh." So they made him ride in his chariot. Verse seventeen reads. And when he came to Samira, he slew all, he slew all that remained or to Ahab in Samira till he had destroyed him according to the saying of the Yaqua, which he spake to Elijah. Yeah. So, so now what was his deal, Sister Judas? Y'all help those three out. He said, now, now what was this? Now he was to be or Jehu was to be king because the seer had him anointed. Now, 
So to have zeal for Yahweh, what uh, what did he do and what did he say to those that was around him? And so break that down in verse 16, 17. Take a shot at this, Judas, and, and mother you she either agree or add on to it. Come on. What, what's going on in that verse 10, 16, and 17? Uh, 16, uh, when he said, he come with me to see my zeal for the Yaqua, to see my dedication to the Yaqua. Good. And, 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 what, and what was his dedication in the next book? So what was, his, what was his assignment that was given by the seer for him to do in the next book? Verse 17, and when he came to Samira, he slew all that remained unto Ahab and Samira till he had destroyed them. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what was the deal for Yahweh? He destroyed them. He did.
40, verse number 9. Now, now we're going we gonna to just see. That's why you, you, he'll give you that spirit in that same hour what kind of lesson to put on the table. And the, and the lesson on the table is to make sure you examine yourself. Do you put this man first or is this man an afterburner to you? Are you jealous for some Yahweh? Are you cameo for Yahweh? Do you have zeal for Yahweh? Or you don't have zeal for Yahweh? Because when any time Yahweh's business, we have to make sure that's going first because one thing about it, we was created to have zeal and zealous for Yahweh. So we got to examine ourselves because one day we might need it. And then you call on him and, and and he look at your record and say, your record, no, they, they record was cameo on me. They picked me up when they got ready. I blessed them in their hand, and all of a sudden, now they find more to do otherwise and take care of my business. See? That's the case. So we go on to Acts chapter 20 and pick up verse 9 there, Mother E. Let's see what we're working with. The book of Acts chapter 20, verse 9. And there sits in a woman, a certain young man named Hood, being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was longing, proceeding, he fought down with sleep and fell down from the third ball and was taken up dead. You see, hold that, hold that, hold that, mother, hold that right there. Now, Paul was in a, in a teaching ministry. Paul was in a big gathering. And Paul was giving them the word of Yahweh. And this man, while Paul was giving the word of Yahweh, he put on it, he put in his mind that he wants to do what, mother? What did he do? Okay, Paul was long in teaching. He sunk okay, down. So, okay. Yeah, he sunk down. What, 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 why? Why he do that? Keep going back. Okay. Why he do that? My Paul okay. was teaching. Okay. He fell asleep, a, mother. A, hey, hey, hold on, mother. Hold on. I got it, mother. I get it. So Paul was teaching. He fell asleep. He mm-hmm. just slumped. It's like going to um a a Christian uh, church. And, and 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 when you get there, the preacher being lying so hard, you just fall asleep in there. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. He, 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 he was sitting in the window. He was sitting in the window, and Paul was teaching so hard, and he just fell asleep and slumped down and fell out the window. Mm-hmm. See? So what zealous zeal he had? So he was just going through the motion, and Yahweh killed him. But he used that for example for us today. If you read down a little puzzle, Paul went down, and Paul revived him. Paul brought him back because he went to sleep while the ministry was going on, while Paul was teaching good. He fell asleep. So you know, like when he put off Yahweh. Oh, I'm busy. I ain't got no time for Yahweh. I can't make the Sabbath day. I can't. 
this came up, that came up. See? Mm-hmm. So there you go right there. Now, and when you get in that spirit, now we're gonna find out what happened when you get in that spirit. Well, I I can't wear no more I can't wear my friends. I wear them only then when I class I take them and hide them out. And all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. See, they do that. They wear their friends long enough to just come through the classes. Then the minute they get out of class, they take their fringes off. No. Yahweh, the fringes is your sign and your roadmap for Yahweh to know who you are because you might need him. And them fringes always was a reminder to you, instant in season and out of season. Now, let's, um, now remember, this guy fell asleep, didn't he? Didn't he, mother? He fell asleep. Huh? That's what he did? He fell asleep while Paul was teaching. He slumped down in his seat in, in the window and fell out of the window, and Paul went down there to revive him. Now, let's preach up that a little bit, mother. We're going to preach up that a little bit. Let's put a Let's go to Jeremiah 6, verse 8. Jeremiah 6, verse 8. Oh, Amen. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let my soul depart from thee. That 
he says, speaking from the mouth of Yahweh, look at that, what he where, where was he speaking from the mouth of Yahweh yet behind that? So see, now, now you go into the precept there, also the Judas. The precept there for the WCC, 500 million members. Now, where that precept at? See? Let's give me Pete Bennett in the second Chronicles 36. Let's give him a precept there, round by verse 12. Jeremiah was speaking from the mouth of the Almighty. And when he asked for precept, just go in here, give him a precept, and keep it moving. Second Chronicles 36, verse 12. This is Judas, what it says. Second Chronicles chapter 36 verse 12 reads and he did that which was evil in the sight of the Yahweh his Yahweh and humbled not himself before Jeremiah the seer speaking from the mouth of the Yahweh so he did, and that's the same thing this man did. He did, and he sent Jeremiah, sent him down, Yahweh sent Jeremiah down to kill the southern kingdom. Listen, he said in that 6 verse 8, Be thou instructed, O Judah, lest my soul depart from thee. Now let's get a precept on that. What are you talking about, Sister Judah? We're going to get a precept on that. And 28 verse 6, what do you mean by? My soul departs from me. Let's precept that to First Samuel twenty-eight, verse six. First <clears throat> Samuel twenty-eight, verse six. First Samuel chapter twenty. Can you repeat that, please? First Samuel twenty-eight, verse six. Oh, first Samuel chapter twenty-eight, verse six reads, and when and when Saul inquired of the Yahweh. The Yahweh answered him not, not neither by dreams nor by urn nor by seers. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, uh, Mother E, Mother Z, and uh, Judas. So now, when, so so you think you can pick Yahweh up when you get ready? Then all of a sudden you want Yahweh to show you a precept or something, and what happened in twenty-eight verse six? And when Saul inquired of the Yahweh, the Yahweh answered him not, neither by dreams nor by urn or by the seers, nor by seers. You see, by human, uh, but but my mind, you see what happened? See, see, you got a lot of brothers and sisters pick this up casually. They never do. What he requires you to do. Hey, hey Mother Z, y'all probably bid you to see Royal. Yeah, probably bless and keep you see Israel of Royal Sea. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, Father. Hey, Mother Z, let 
Look what Yahweh requires you to do in 26 verse 40. Let's see in, I, in Matthew 26 verse 40. Look what Yahweh requires you to do in 26 verse number 40. Matthew, Matthew chapter 26 verse 40. Matthew chapter 26 verse 40. Verse 40. And he came unto the disciples and found them asleep and said unto Peter, Why couldn't he not wait watch why could he not watch with me one hour? I'm a, I'm a time Yahweh asked what what the limit time Yahweh asked you to do daily mother? What Yahweh requires daily? Uh, one hour. Uh, at least one hour. At least one hour. You got brothers and sisters to the book once, maybe just on the Sabbath day. Just only on the Sabbath day. They got in the Rama day. They'll they pick his book up on the Sabbath day. And they wonder why they can't sleep nothing. Why they can't buy nothing. Why nothing won't come to them. Uh, mother, uh, uh, just got to read why nothing can come to you. Why you why you can't preach up the Bible. Why you can't find a verse you can parakeet all day long. Hey, hey so Judas, read that again. First uh, Samuel twenty eight verse six again. First Samuel chapter twenty-eight verse six reads. Then First Samuel chapter twenty-eight verse six reads. And when Saul inquired of the Yahweh, the Yahweh answered him not, neither by dreams nor by urn nor by prophet seers. <laughs> what, what happened? What happened? What happened? Uh, what happened again? When, when, when the king done what? And when Saul inquired of the Yahweh, the Yahweh answered him not, neither by dreams nor urn nor by seers. You see that? And that me, that me, you see that? And that's why you you watching a lot, lot of people. They be confused. They can't find nothing because they think it's just like a, a body part, a body part. If you don't use the body part, and you think all of a sudden you're going to use the body part, then, you, then all of a sudden, you, you know, it collapses on you. You think you don't, if you don't, listen, if you don't use, like for example, if your left arm is in a, if then is partly damaged for a minute, and you don't use that left arm, and every time then when you, it's time to use that left arm, what will happen? That left arm, that left arm ain't going to work for you. That's the same thing by your words. If you if you don't put no time in this word, then you're not gonna never be able to help yourself or nobody come in contact with you. It's like a body part. If you don't use it, it'll get away from you. The reason why 
to fix them on account. The majority of them can preach up the Bible and move forward because you got to put the time in. The same thing you got to do about anything else, if you want to make it work, you got to put the time in. So you think you can pick this Bible up when you get ready and think you can make something happen? No, it don't work like that. You're going to be lost every time. All thing you do is be on remembering. Oh, I remember, but where is that? I don't know. You know why? Y'all found them taking away from me. You can't, you can't all say now, well, I'm going to run in the race. How you run in the, in the race? You've been sitting in the wheelchair. You've been sitting in the wheelchair for, for a year, and now you're going to jump up and get into the marathon on the same day. You feel you got that wheelchair, you're going to quit. And that's, a, that's the point you're making. You got to prepare yourself before you got to do that. Like, for example, exercising, shaking your blood up, and drinking a lot of water. Now, when you need them legs to move out for you, you've been exercising your legs, drinking a lot of water, and you had your yaqua first. Now, yaqua will work with you. That's the same thing. A lot of people think they, they be all stopped up. They don't know why. They don't drink water but once a month. They drink everything but straight water. You got to drink water. You got to exercise the body parts, but your yagwa must be first. Then you reach for yagwa and he got you. You know, we want to watch God cook always. You got Doc Cook on your speed call. You know why Doc Cook is on your speed call, Dallas? And he always going to give you a, another model of you because you don't follow the message of Yahuwah. Keep Yahuwah first. Drink plenty of water. And exercise. Do something to shake your blood up. And just like anything that you got sitting there still, a pot, anything sitting still long enough, it'll float down and the flavor go down to the bottom like juice. You take that juice and shake it up real good, and all the chemicals come back up, and now it tastes like, oh, this juice tastes flat. You know why? Look at it. You don't let it sit too long. Shake it up. The same thing you got to do about your body. If you want that leg for no blood clogs in your legs, exercise your legs. Shake your blood up. You don't want to have your back hurting you? Shake your blood up. Keep your blood moving. You don't, you don't see, that's why you see the majority of people that retire six months to a year later, they're dead. You know why? Now they're going to sit on the of the day and they ain't going to do nothing. What you do when you retire? I ain't going to do nothing. I'm just going to sit out there on the dock of the bay. And you find them dead or her dead on the dock of the bay. Why? Because now you're not doing nothing but building up blood clogs in your body because you're not using it. You got to keep your fire first. You got to drink plenty of water. And you got to exercise. Then, when you need the body parts to work for you, they'll work for you. All right, good enough on that. That's the tip on the way of getting a, a tip of information. So we find out that that, that Saul won't get an answer. He went to the seers and get no answer. He went. He couldn't find out nowhere, so he knew he had to go to. He had to go get bewitched to get out. And that would happen up. Because Yahweh will, will pull his word from you unless you apply it the way he got it written in the Bible. You don't do it the way he got it written in the Bible? 
hey, you'll get you'll get away from you. Now we got that out of the way. Now let's go and see some more some more things. Let's go to uh, Mother E. Let's go to Revelation chapter one and let's find what kind of condition Paul is. I mean John, what kind of condition he in by going to Revelation chapter one, nine through eleven. Let's see what we get out of this month. Okay. Revelation chapter one. Nine uh-huh. uh-huh. one verse nine. I John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and of Yahweh the Son was in the isle that is called Patmos for the Good. word of Yahweh. Right there, right there. I, 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 I want to deal with that. Now, what, now, where was John at again now? Now, I want to deal a little bit. Right there, I want to deal with just what John just said. What he said he was at again, mother? Take your time. Now, we're going to do a little teaching on what you just got to read, what he just said. Read that again. Who, who, Paul, who John said he were? Okay. I, John, who also am your brother and companion. So right there, right there. So John is talking to I, John, I am your brother. Talking to Bloodline people be righteous. He letting you know I am your brother. I am your brother. So, so now he so he's writing a letter. And John is in prison. But he's writing a letter to some bloodline people. So he said, I am your brother. Is that the same mother? Mm-hmm. And what did you say about your brother. I am your brother and companion in tribulation. In tribulation.
let them know he's in prison. He's been banished to the isle called Patmos. And that was a Roman facility for convicts. That means you was contrary to the Roman way of thinking and walking and talking. So John was put off on the out of Patmos in prison. That's how we setting this up. Mother gonna let us know but what is prophesied and to who Mother Z with Mother of Z. We're going to Deuteronomy four one, two, thirty and thirty one and we're gonna analyze what's going on, what this already prophesied come up. Deuteronomy four one and two, and what were the last verses? Thirty and thirty-one. We gonna analyze something. We gonna think and we we gonna think and we precept this up to make some sense of what's going on with John. Cause when we read a certain word, we gonna both say, "Aha!" Go ahead. Deuteronomy chapter four. Verse 1 and 2, and skip down to 30 and 31. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1. Verse 1. Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgment which I teach you for to do them that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Yahweh, Yahweh of your father gave you. Verse 2, he shall not, he shall not add unto the words which I command you, neither shall he diminish off from it. <coughs> that he might keep the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you. Excuse me. Verse 30. Verse 30. When thou art, when, when you are in trouble and when you are, when you are in tribulation, and all these things are come upon you, even in the latter days, if you turn from the Yahweh, if if you turn to the Yahweh, your Yahweh, and shall do. And shall be obedient unto his voice. Verse 31. Verse 31. For the Yahweh, your Yahweh is a merciful Yahweh. He will not forsake you, neither destroy you, neither forget, neither forget the covenant of your father, which he swore unto them. Now you hear that? So now, when did that come to pass, uh, Mother Z, Mother E, or Judas, when did that come to pass? 
We're reading it now in Revelation chapter 1, verse 9. John is fulfilling that prophecy. So John, uh, a disciple of Yahweh, was put in exile by the Roman government in prison for teaching the word of Yahweh. He was in prison. So now, and so now he in prison, going through situations. He said, I'm in the same, the same state y'all in. And the angel came to me to write to y'all, and we're going to find out where they at to let them know I'm in the, although I'm a, I'm a man of Yahweh, that's what he's saying, but they got me locked up in prison. But guess what? That don't mean I'm supposed to have a zeal for Yahweh. He's in prison. So although he's in prison, he still got to do his Yahweh duty in prison. So now the angel told him, now you see where you got to get that John? Where you at now? I'm on the Isle of Patmos. Why are you here? They locked me up. Okay, so that means you're going to sit on top of the bay? No. So now write to your brother. And mother, give me to read. He's writing to the to Israelite brother. Now, mother. Now, we're going to set it up. Happily, the national audience understand exactly what's going on. John is writing to his brother. Let them know I'm a companion just like you, and I'm in tribulation just like you is. So I'm so I'm telling you to be a good child, have your zeal, and be zealous for some Yahweh. So now I probably you know paint the picture of. Now you can go read some more out of that out of that verse again with that understanding. Not not because you locked up, you put the word down. Not because you got a cold, not because you got any problem wrong with you. That means you're supposed to get it and even worse. I mean, more in it. You don't back away from Yahweh. The, the worse he puts you in, the more you pull to him. Because that's him setting you up to see what you had a zeal for me when things is not in your favor. Will your zeal be up, up to snuff, even when things, when you even in prison? Now, now, who all understand that? What mother, Judas, mother, y'all understand that? What those things are laid out? Uh, yeah, well, you saying John, John was in in trouble. Uh, yeah. And and uh, okay, and he was. Uh, Yes, he has the patience of Yahweh's son. Well, and, what do you mean by he was in trouble? What was he at, mother? What do you mean by he was in trouble? What do you mean by calling that verse? What was he at? He was on the aisle of Patmos in prison. Okay. He, was, he was in prison. He was in prison. He was in prison. He was in prison. Yeah, I, know. I know he's in prison. And then the angel came to him in prison and told him, it, it ain't about no words me about him being in prison. I want you still to take care of my business right to the one that's in tribulation that's not in prison. 
So because he was in prison, the angel didn't come to pat him on the back. No, he kind of said, you know, I put you in prison for one reason. But you can make sure you got time now to write to your brother that somewhere else. See that? So sometimes Yahweh has to put you to get your attention. He might have to do some things to you to get your attention. He might have to keep on doing some things for you to wake up. He might have to make you uh, uncomfortable in your body to get your attention.
and non-deliverance for a spoiled and non-says restore. 23. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will hearken and hear for the time to come? Verse 24. Who gives Jacob for a spoiled and Israel to the robbers? Is not Yahweh he against whom we have sinned? For thou, for they would not walk in his ways, neither were they obedient to his laws. Verse 25. Therefore he has poured upon him the fury of his anger and the strength of Balance, and it has set him on fire round about, yet he know not, and it burned him, yet he laid it not to mind. Yeah, he said now, they want to do everything but keep it long. Mm-hmm. They want to do everything, mother, but keep it long. So he said, this is a people, by not keeping my law, they have robbed and they fall. So they got a problem by keeping my law. That's what he's saying. So what we're going to do, we're going we to stop here and bring our ear there and tell y'all all about who bring this broadcast. So now you see, so Yahweh put them in prison. He brought them on every business deal. And they still ain't figure out what will happen. And that's what's going on with the people called the children of Israel today. Him but them on every side, mothers, sisters, elders, brothers. And they still ain't figured out the only success you have in Yahweh is keeping his law. You can't put his law as the afterburner and think you're going to continue to prosper because he's going to cut you short. See? So we're going to talk right there for a minute, and we're going to bring our elder in, and he'll tell you all about the broadcast, and then we'll get back on some more on the special edition called Thursday evening. So when you meet our elder with a loud voice, you say, Elder, Mr. Shields, Israel. Yankwah, meet you there, see you right And Yankwah, bless you, see you as well. See you as well. Hallelujah. Yankwah. Hallelujah, like I said, again, the beat goes on, and it's all about Yahweh's word. So whatever the Almighty put on you to tell them, and all about who bring this broadcast to the time, you on the clock. Elder, Mr. Seals, Israel, come out. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And I know it's among a cast of over 900,000, but the exact count, I don't know. But I know that's always a good thing. Because, you know, when you come into the temple or you're listening to the words that come from the temple, you know you're going to receive that which is good. And I would have been here earlier myself, but I was busy rehearsing the righteous act of some of those uh, people that really need it, which came out quite well. And who gets the response or the benefits in that? The voices of the true Israelites. I told them that's where this word came from. 
And, you know, you have other people out there that have done the same thing in the past. Like in the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verse number 23. And it says, And when he's coming to the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came unto him as he was teaching. And he said, By what authority doest thou these things? And who gave us this authority? Well, we all know that was Yahweh the Son. But in this case, we know that the authority came from Bessier, who taught us. And we passed that teaching on to others that really need it. And that's a good thing, because that gate for righteousness is very narrow. It's a very narrow gate to go straight. And that's mentioned in the book of Matthew, chapter 7. Verse number 13, it says, Any at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way, that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Well, you can see that on a daily basis, especially what some of these pastors, preachers, deacons, and stuff are giving the people as their righteous way of learning. This is the reason why we're here to help guide you through all these bad times with our teaching. Loud bump the gums for supposedly righteous learning and Christianity. We welcome you to this program and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's word, which the book will often question about. Learning how to connect these books to the health, foods you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days. We do all this because you have not. This is information you came to seek and now found that which you have sought and the voices of the true life, strive of your doubt. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, Sabbath class we do have. Top part of Sabbath is Friday. We have a temple class that starts at 7.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. Now, we also have a website address. Use this on any one of your smart devices in a tribeyada.com. After you click on it, look for tribeyada.com. Dash Israelites. This way, you'll see the big wire, and there'll be some choices. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, on any other device, you might see menu, but after clicking this, again, you'll still see choices. And still choose the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells all of us to read the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yaqua, you tender to the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. Eight, give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30, and read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, Verse 8 and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, Thus says Yahweh alive. 
Also for building a school, a banquet hall, a radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Also while there, we even have a calendar. Check your calendar, which will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. This feature is available during our broadcast time. To get there, just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And when you click in it, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Driver Beyond God. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We even have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six running camps of Yahweh's ministry. But now also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you will only hear a discouraging click followed by a doubt. By calling this same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. However, just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we'd like to ask, please do not contact us here. Your email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. As you might imagine, it's usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and answering many memos that most of us have seen. But even now, in addition to that, a letter day saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear that discouraging doubt tone. Now, if you've happened to miss the beginning of today's program, not to worry. Catch the entire recorded show at 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program recorded time is repeated after 10.30. Just enter Yaqua Radio Live on the search line and look for Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Yadda. Choose the program that you are late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And also, during our normal broadcast, broadcast we're also simultaneously transmitting on Caltop. That's all can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, computer, even now your smartwatch. Just download the PalTalk app. We will be listening under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribal Yadda. Your final room will hold 50 or more listening participants. Where Yaqua's Word will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer those on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with the Seer Israel writing a shotgun. During this time, however, we'll be taking no comments off-topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if broad talk ends before teaching time, well, we will continue our teaching on Pal Talk. Now, that would be, yeah. We will continue our teaching on Talk, which we usually do. Yaqua will be with you all. But when we're given those scriptures to speak by the seer, as a reminder, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So those words of Yaqua comes out flowing smoothly. Remember, 
that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. Once again, our reminder for that is in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. And so we can start to listen to those scriptures, which will lead us in the direction that we're going, the righteous direction. We pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. we have done on our YouTube page, and you can catch us on YouTube at Tribe, at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, you can catch us on YouTube, and any one of the previous uh, broadcasts we had aired or any of the um, live takes we had done on YouTube, you can type in those keys at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. So if you got any questions or comments, you can also call in at 224-600-5579. We ask you to write down your notes and also uh, ask your questions because uh, we're here to do our job. So put us to the test. And over to you, Sears, Rare C. Roy. Hallelujah. 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 That's excellent. You're part. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
one day you'll be on the clock and you might have two other symptoms but no breakdown. So I'm going to give you breakdowns by reviewing the other tapes to get that. So come on back and give me that Revelation 1, verse 9 again, Mother. Give me that top line again. 1, verse number 9 again. If something else in there, I want to take a look at. Come on. Book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 9. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and uh-huh. patience and patience okay. of your Hold that, hold that, hold that part right there, mother. Now, I'm a, I want to take a look at that companion. I, I want to take a look at that word called companion. Remember, every verse have a precept verse. And something he said, I, John, was on the Isle of Patmos. I, your, I'm your brother and your companion in tribulation. Now, I want to take a look at that, that verse right there, companion. Uh, young lion, Brother Micaiah. Let's look at that Hebrews chapter 10, verse 33. I, I, I want to examine that word companion. Let's see if we examine that through the spirit of Yahweh about what he means by your companion. Hebrews 10, 33. Let's read a little bit. Come on. Brother Micaiah. Let's read a little We're going bit. Over to Hebrews the book. 10, 33. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We're going over to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. The book of the Israelites, chapter 10, verse number 33. 33 reads, Partly, whilst you were made a, gla- a gazing star, both by reproaches and affliction, and partly, whilst you became companion of them that were so used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey. Verse 34. For you had compassion of me in my bond and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you have in heaven a better and an enduring suffering. 35. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. 36. For you have need of patience that after you have done the will of Yahweh, you might receive the promise. 37. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in them. Verse 39. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now, now we've been reading earlier about based upon drawing back, and we must keep us plenty. Hey, yo, give me a definition of uh, what we got? What we got to make sure that we never lose. I need a. I need a a definition of the word called D E A L. 
I need a, a definition of what we must. Because he said, if you draw back, I ain't got no patience. I ain't got no patience for you. I mean, he said, you you'll be destroyed. You 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 draw back. So what what level of you know you go to doctor with the blood, your blood check and see how your blood is. So what level according to the Bible we got to check to make sure by by the definition of the word called Z E A L. What's that word mean, that elder, Mr. And Brother Micaiah, look up the word called zealous for me. Zealous. I need to hear that word one more time because he's saying, I ain't got no pleasure when you draw back. See, he ain't got no pleasure when you lose a certain some things. He's saying that if you lose them, he ain't got no pleasure in you if you lose them. Hey, hey, what is that Z-E-A-L say? What does that mean? Hey, Elder, can you pull that out from the Elder? Or a young lion, can you pull that Z-E-A-L out for What that word means? Sir. <clears throat> All right. Zell definition for the Google Dictionary. It says, great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an object. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, young man. He said, he, he said, he said, now, I ain't got no pleasure when you draw back, draw back from zeal. And, and I mean, when you come to take care of your wild business, what kind of, what is the definition of being uh, that zeal at? Uh, young lion. Great energy or enthusiasm. He said, we don't have to this, have to kind of, you know, wind you up to get going. You supposed mm-hmm. to check yourself to make sure you still got that zeal. Mm-hmm. See, that zeal, see, he don't want you to draw back from that zeal. See, so you got to always remember, you got to have that zeal. Now, this word called zealous, uh, let's see, we'll get a case in point there, young line. Read that word called zealous. We want to get a case in point by going to 1 Kings 19.10 and, and, and get an idea of, of what zealous meant. But it was a seer was sent there in 1 Kings 19.10 to get that word in. And once you get that word down, look it up and tell me what that word means. When Ezekiel talks about how zealous he were in First Kings nineteen ten, what do you say? And he left over to the book. We're going to the book of First Kings. You want to read chapter nineteen? <laughs> verse ten and verse number eleven. The book of First Kings, chapter nineteen, verse ten and verse number eleven. Verse ten reads. And he said, "I have been very." Zealous for the Yahweh, the Yahweh of hope, for the children of Israel have forsaken my, your covenant, thrown down thy altars, and slain your seers with the sword. And I, I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Verse 11. Yeah, that's good. That's good enough. That's good enough. That's good enough. Right there. So you see what he's saying? 
He said, he said he ain't lost his zeal. No. He said, I was there. You know, but the children of Israel, they don't, they don't found to lose a zeal. He said, I ain't got no pleasure when you draw back. So he put zeal in his people, and he told the seer, go back and remind them that you got to check yourself. Like they say, with that old slang talk, before you wreck yourself, you have to make sure whatever you in, you keep your level of zeal up. So from Yahweh. And I, like I said again, I'll listen to a tape once upon a time ago. I said, well, that sounds like some zeal in a corner right now. I, I see Yahweh still got his hand on those seer because um, every time I get excited, every time it's time to take care of Yahweh's because this is a privilege to it. And you got to always make sure you got that zeal. One day you might need it. One day you might need you some Yahweh and he's going to ask the angel, well, where that zeal was at? Had they, had they lost that zeal? Oh, yeah, they lost the zeal. Okay, good. Well, I lost my zeal, too. Now, what's that word jealous mean? Now, give me, give me the good part of zealous. Now, now, jealous means a lot of things today, but I want you to pick out the good part according to the lesson about being jealous for some yaqua. Just look down and give me what I need. Don't give me what the world part of it is put out there, what we need for this broadcast, come out on Zealous, come out. You know what I mean? Okay, looking up Zealous. Good reason that we read. Showing great energy or enthusiasm. Hey, that's the women. That's what I need. What, what, what you got to have? Great energy and enthusiasm or enthusiasm. You know, sometimes you might be sit down with the better half of uh, water bread and you get in the book and all of a sudden they're young. And Mother Ray earlier, one guy, Paul, was throwing down so hard he was sitting in the window in the early part of the lesson. And he and he dropped down in the seat and fell out the window and, and killed himself. But no, when you hear the word of y'all walk come out, you supposed to be what again at your line? Great energy and enthusiasm. You see that? Now you see that. So now that God was to see us, say he had great zealous from Yahweh. And that's what the see is looking for on this day to find out where the ones that got that. Because I know one thing, if you got that, you can tell Yahweh that that spirit is going on today. You know? You're supposed to have to pump nobody up to, to, to bring the A game. You're supposed to have an automatic in you because it's in you. And he told you, I ain't got no pleasure in you drawing back. That's what he said. We'll leave it right there. Hey, mother, come on back and read a little bit more, mother. Mother, come on back and read a little bit more. Okay. Mother, mother, come on back and read really? a little bit more. Yeah, come on back. We're we going to see what else we got in there. So we can't, we can't just run on that because time is too late. Come on back to that one nine. And give and pick up where you left off at. What is the whole thing? Okay. What patience? Companion to the race. Okay. And in the kingdom and you wanna read nine again. No, no, no. You pick up where you left off at. Oh. You know we got to have to we don't just have companion. We clear about that. 
Okay, Revelation chapter 1, verse 10. I was in the spirit on the Yahweh's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Mm-hmm. Verse 11, saying, uh, I, am, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches, which are in Asia, unto... Stop it there. Stop it there. Stop it there. Stop it there, Moses. He's denying... But we read that he was having the same uh, trouble with his brother was in. So the churches he was writing to were the churches where his brother was at, and, and Mother, Mother Eve... Oh, Mother Z, give me the biblical definition for this church, Mother Z. I need the biblical definition for this church. And find out what you're talking about, this church. Give me that 738, Mother Z. I need Mother Z. And Sister Judas have me 17, verse 1 of Exodus waiting on me in Acts 21, 21, 27. Let's see what we got here. Mother Z, Acts 738. Acts. Acts. Just a minute. Acts chapter 7, verse 38. So he write to the churches, but the church, he said, he was there. I'm, I'm, I'm your brother. That's what he's saying. So what churches is he writing to that we can read, uh, Mother? Z? Acts. In 738. Acts chapter 7, verse 38, verse 38. This is he that were in the church in the wilderness with the oh, angel. That's good. That's good. That's there. So, so he writing to the church that was in the wilderness. So that's right. he writing to the church that was in the wilderness. So when you jump down that one, uh, nine through eleven, he's writing to the church that's in the wilderness. And Sister Judas, what church that was in the wilderness that we can read in seventeen verse one? Correct. What church that we that that he was writing to that was in the wilderness in the book of Exodus seventeen verse one, Sister Judith? What church was that? Pick that up, Brother Mackay. All right. We're going to the book of Exodus, chapter seventeen. I want to read verse number one. The book of Exodus, chapter 17, verse number one reads, And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin. So the ones in the wilderness, that word church, although we see the word written church, so he's writing to the church in the wilderness. Who again, a young man, 
Seven days were almost ended. The Jews, yes, the Jews, which is Judah, which were of Asia, when they there. saw him. So, the, so, hold on, hold on, right there. That's all I want. So, so he was, so he was writing to the church that was in Asia, and we found out the church that he was writing to is the church of Judah that was in Asia. So that was he writing to. He was writing to his brothers over there, so his brothers over there was not a building. That was the, that was the scattered Judah that was in Asia, and there is that there. So that's way before 96 A.D. So they was already over there in Asia, called the days, China and Japan, and they had set up temples over there, and so Paul. I mean, John is writing to them, to Judah over there. That's what he's writing to. So that's what he's writing to over there, Judah. Now, if we know he's writing to Judah over there, now, Mother mother, mother Z, we know who he's writing to now. Let's see what kind of message he's writing to in, in the second chapter. Verse 1, 2, and 3, and expose a statement or a comment or a commentary. Give me the second chapter of 1, 2, and 3. Mother Z. That's the second chapter? 1, 2, and 3. Then give me a closing statement or commentary or comment or whatever you want to do after you read 1, 2, and 3. 
Second Samuel. No, Revelation. 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 He writes the children of Judah. Judah got seven major churches in China and Japan. The angel came to him in captivity in prison. So he writes, he said to them, we know you in prison, but it ain't about you. It's about you writing to the one that's in your companions, your brothers, that's in tribulation too, but they over there in China and Japan. So you don't lose your zeal while you in prison or whatever you're doing, never lose your zeal for the Yahweh. Be zealous for Yahweh in season and out of season to receive your blessings. Or you mess around, might look for a precept, and then, and what will Yahweh do in 28, verse number of 6, um, Brother Christ, 1 Samuel 28, verse 6, what, what, what will Yahweh do? So sometimes we put him as an afterburner, then all of a sudden we might need him, and look what it says in First Samuel 28, verse number 6. The book of First Samuel, chapter 28, we're going to pick it up at verse number 6. The book of First Samuel, chapter 28, verse number 6, verse 6 reads, And when Saul inquired of the Yahweh, the Yahweh answered him not, neither by dream, nor by urine, nor by tears. Yeah. So he, so he said he can pick Yahweh up when he gets ready. He, he, when, when I get everything out the way that I pick this from Yahweh up, then what Yahweh do for him? Uh, you know what Yahweh not answering. He left him out there. He left him out there. He said, since you got me as an afterburner, I'm going to put you as an afterburner. You see that? See, one day you might need the, the Almighty. That's why he said, always check your zeal and being jealous of the Yahweh. It's an in season and out of season. You got to have that thigh going all the way because it's a privilege to be able to come and deal with his word at such a time it is today to inform our people exactly what he is in this state of mind. Come on that Mother Z. Give me that one, two, and three. Revelation chapter 2, 1, 2, and 3. Yes, Revelation. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1, 2, and 3, or just 1 and 2? Two? Two. Revelation. Okay. okay. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1, 2, 1 and 2. Revelation. Chapter one, 2, verse 1, verse 1, unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, write these things said, things said, he that hold the seven stars in his right hand, who walk in the mirror of, in the midst of 
the seven golden candlesticks. Verse 2. Verse 2. I know that I know your works and their labor and their patience and how you can can not bear them with which are with which are evil and thou has Trials, thou hast trials. Try. Thus has tried them which said they are apostles uh, and are not and not and are not and has from found them liars, liars. Telling him, 
to tell them exactly who he is by John speaking from the mouth of Yahweh. He says, I'm to the churches at Ephesus. Let you know that you was over there too. You had congregations of Israel there. He said, these things said he that holds in his right hand and who walked in the midst of seven golden candlesticks. Now, let's get talk of Mother Z. Now, Mother Z, that's big talk. We might as well preach up there and give one verse 12 out of there. Let's preach up there and find out who, who got, who, who is all this, who, who, who is this with all this power. Run 12. Run 12 and 20. It tell us something. Revelation chapter 1, verse 12 and 20, and the closing statement there, Mother. Revelation chapter 1, verse 12 and verse 20. Revelation chapter 1, verse 12. And I turned to see the voice that speak with me. And be in turn, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Verse 20. Read 13 and 20. Verse 13. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the son of man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girded about the path with a golden girdle. Verse 20. The mystery of the seven stars with thus falls in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven candlesticks with thus falls are the seven churches. Uh-huh. So again... The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand. And who right hand was all this? One like the Son of Man. So you tell John, look here. You tell him, you tell him the one that controls everything that got John in the captivity, and not only got John in captivity, he also is letting them know what they got to do, and we're gonna find out a little bit more about it after Mother. Mother, Mother, E. closing statement that come out. Oh, just thank you, praise Yahweh for the class. Thank you, praise Yahweh for being class. And just thank Yahweh for the word. Hallelujah, Yahweh.
total, Mr. Till, pick that up at two down to verse five, three, three down to verse five and close the segment of Elder. Let's see what we got here. Revelation chapter two, verse three, four, and five. Elder, Mr. Till of Israel, you're on the clock and a closing statement that come out. Pick it up at um Revelation chapter two. Pick it up verse three. Oh, come on, come on in, Elder. Three dollars okay. verse five. Three says, and has borne, and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored, and has not fainted. Four, nevertheless, I have somewhat again thee, because thou hast left my first love. Five, remember therefore, for whence thou hast art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly. And I will remove thy candlesticks out of its place, except thou repent. Yeah, so you hear me, friend? He said, he said, but I got some against you. He said, now you got too busy to take care of my business. He said, now, I want you to remember your first love. He said, now, John, write to him. I told John is in prison. He's looking here now. Yeah. Remember... Uh, Elder preached up there to St. John chapter 14, verse 14 and 15. Wait, what, what are you talking about? St. John chapter 14, 14 and 15. So he said, now look, he said, now remember, John is on the Isle of Paris. He just He is lost. Matter of fact, uh, uh, Young Lions, Bubba Kaya. Give me EZRA 725 and 28. Give me EZRA, Bubba Kaya, chapter 7, verse 25 and 28. Listen to this. Come on. Come on, Young Lions. All right. We're going over to the book of S. EZRA. Chapter seven, verse twenty-five down to twenty-eight. Good answer. Good answer. Chapter seven, verse twenty-five. Twenty-five, and it reads: And you, as after the wisdom of your God, that is in your hand. Set magistrates and judges, which may judge all the people that are beyond the river, all such as know the laws of your life, and teach you them that know them not. Verse 26. And whosoever will not do the law of your Yahweh and the law of the king, let judgment be executed speedily upon him whether it be unto death or to banishment or to confiscation or of good or to imprisonment. Verse 27. Blessed be the Yahweh of our fathers, which hath put such a thing as this in the king's mind to beautify the of the Yahweh, which is in Yadaju. 28. And have extended mercy unto me before the king and his counsel and his counselors. 
and before all the king's mighty princes. And I was strengthened as the and I was strengthened as the hand of the Yahweh, my Yahweh, was upon me. And I gathered together out of Israel chief men to go up with me. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Read verse uh, 25 and 26 again. Y'all line. Can you read those? All right. Look at Ezra. Ezra. E-C-R-A. Chapter 7, verse 25. Read. And you, Ezra, after the wisdom of your Yahweh that is in the hand, set magistrates and judges, which may be judged all which may judge all the people that are beyond the river, all such as know the laws or of your Yahweh, and teach you them of your Yahweh, and teach them that excuse me, and teach you them that know them not. Twenty six. And whosoever will not do the law of your Yahweh and the law of the king. Let judgment be executed speedily upon him, whether it be unto death or to banishment or to the confiscation of goods of I mean of goods or to imprisonment. Yeah. You and Yahweh just said, tell him to tell him, look here. Listen, you ain't got no choice. This, this law is on the table. And then this was just like John ended up in, in um, uh, Banyanet. I mean, Banyanet. He was taken off the sea. He was taken out in Banyanet. I hope I get the word right. My dog so big. But the point I'm saying here, we got to understand one thing. I don't care how hard we get, we got to make sure we have zeal and some zealous for the law of Yahweh. Regardless. And when you put the blessing on your hand, always remember one thing. Blessings and curses come from Yahweh. Both of them come from Yahweh. Give me give me give me that um give me eleven eleven twenty give me eleven twenty six to twenty eight there, young line of um, I go back to the hill. Give me 11, 26 to 28 to make sure we're clear about what this man's saying, how he's saying. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 11, 26 to 28. All right, we're going over there to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 26 down to verse 28. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 11. Verse 26 down to verse 28. Verse 26 reads, And behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. 27. A blessing if you obey the laws of Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you this day. 28. And a close, if you will... Not obey the laws of Yahweh. Read that again. Hey, y'all not thinking y'all read that again. Oh, yes, sir. Verse 28. 
28. And a curse, if you will not obey the law of the Yahweh, your Yahweh. But turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after false Yahweh, which you have not known. Uh-huh. Give me all St. John 3.27. Right. Going over there to St. John. Chapter 3. We want verse number 27. The book of St. John. Chapter 3. Verse 27. 27. John answered and said, a man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Yeah. So so man can look at his hand, I'll do a blessing in his hand, remember one thing, Yahweh wants to want to make it make it happen. But he said one thing, look in the mirror and see do you still have that zealous and you still have that zeal for the word of Yahweh. Come on, y'all, look at St. John 14, 14, and 15, and the code of St. Mary. In the book of St. John, chapter 14, reading verses 14 and verse 15. 14 says, If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. 15. If you love me, keep my commandments or Torah instructions. You know what I'm saying? Now come on back and read that um that verse five again in Revelation. Yeah, you ask anything in my name. But what we got to make sure we got zeal and zealous, zealous to keep his law. Not just be a hearer of his law, but a doer of his law. So John was in, was on the Isle of Patmos. He'd been exiled, abandonment. Imprisonment. He's in prison. An angel come in and told him, so all right, John. I got you where I want you at. And you write to them brothers over there that's skinny and grinning over there in China and Japan. And and he wrote and said, what's it in, in verse 5? 2 verse 5. What do you say there, in the closing statement? And the book of, uh, is that the book of Revelations, 2 verse 5? Oh, John, yes, sir. Uh, okay, there we go. Revelations, chapter 2, verse number 5 says, Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and I will remove thy candlestick out of its place, except thou repent. Your first work is keeping zeal and zealous and keeping the law. That was the first work. Now, he that mother, he mother, That's right. Hallelujah. Your first work was to remember you, you had the zeal and you have zealous on keeping that law. That's your first work. And everything will be added after that. Close statement, young uh, elder Phil, you want to clap for your close statement that come up? Once again, I uh, bless uh, 
bless you, see Israel, young land, the mothers, and all the people that's on the uh, listening network. And as you can tell, the elders' hands was full earlier today, passing out the word as it is spoken from the temple to others that really need that word. And this is one of the things that we have to do, make sure that splash of righteousness is passed on to people that can pass it to others. Hallelujah. Yaqua. So you see, so he wants you to always examine yourself. It's all about one thing, having that zeal for his word. Now, young lion, let's pick up at verse 6. Are we going to pick up at verse 6 of of that second chapter? Now, remember, remember the setup. John is imprisonment. He's been exiled to the Isle of Patmos. The angel didn't come ask him, oh, oh, what you doing up in here? He know why he was there. That's what he said. I want you to write to your brother that's on the outside, skinning and grinning over there in China and Japan. And look what he said in verse 6. It's real a bit. Brother Kaya, let's read a little bit. Where's Brother Makaya? What verse? All is right. It? You say you want that? You call the verse out again, Phil? Two six. Two six of uh, Revelation. <laughs> Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Book of Revelation, chapter 2, pick it up at verse number 6. Book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse number 6, read. But this you had, that you hated the deeds of the Nicolaitans, Nicolaitan, which I also hate. So, so now, now, now you got a group over there, that y'all, so you see, oh, y'all, why he doesn't hate you? He said, you know, you got some over there, hate a little bit. And he said, and I hate them too. That was Yahweh saying. So you see it? The one that just, the one he'd be calling on Sunday, y'all just don't understand, he got some hate too. So when he found out that Nick and I, Lydons wasn't doing the law, see, they, so he said, look at it, if you write to them ones over there, and there's another group of Israelites, that's one of them seven churches, see, that which is the congregation of children of Judah. He said, look here. Over there is a, some Nicolaians. They ain't doing. Yeah, okay, Nicolaians. Thank you, Elder. He said, they ain't doing right. And when you ain't doing right, what y'all want to say? He, he what again, that young man? Hey. Now he's there, huh? Read a little bit more in verse 7. Read a little bit more in okay. verse 7, then. All right. The book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse number 7. Verse 7 reads, He that hath an ear, let him hear. What spirit says unto the, all the congregation of the children of Israel, to him that overcometh, where I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst 
of the paradise of Yahuwah. Ain't that something? You hear me say it? It's to them Israelites over there and in, in, in Russia. Just look at it. If you overcome this thing now, what you understand, some stuff I don't like. It's, 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 you got some over there that don't like it neither. And guess what? I don't like it neither. But the ones that agree with them, I got something for you. It's called a reward. I got the tree of life waiting on you. That's if you overcome it. Verse 8. Verse 8. Verse 8 reads, And unto the angel of all the congregation of the children of Israel in Semna, right? Semna. And they will in Semna. That's Noah. Now he now I. So John is is got the right and read all of big chicken terrors they write. See, remember, while you in imprisonment or whatever you in the delay, the angels are looking at everything. So now you over there at the Nicolaian, you over there in Smyrna. Now, what do you got to tell on Smyrna? Go ahead. These things said the first and the last which was dead and is alive. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. These things said the first and the last mm-hmm. that was uh, dead and now alive. Who is that? Back up give me one verse eight. One verse five to eight. Who, who is this right here? Who do all this great big talking? So John saying, look, I'm in prison. But I, I'm writing, I'm writing on the strength of somebody that was dead and now alive. Who are you talking about? One five two eight, uh, young lion. Who's who? Who's he writing uh, on the strength of who? And Revelation one five two eight. Book of Revelation chapter one verse five down to verse eight. Verse five reads, and from Yahweh's son who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Verse 6. And have made us and priests unto Yahweh, his father. And to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Hallelujah. Verse 7. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierce him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, hallelujah, verse 8, I am the beginning and the end, says the Yahweh, which is and which was and which is to come. The Almighty. Hey, that You see what I'm doing now? He's right through walls over there and town in Japan and the walls. And, and we're going to skip, come on back to the second chapter and skip verse 9 and skip down to verse 10. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold Get down to verse 11. All right. Book of Revelation, chapter 2, picking up at verse number 11. Verse 11 reads, 
He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto all the congregation of the children of Israel. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Verse 12. Hold on, young man. Did that man get said? He said, yo, if you overcome this thing, you you won't be partakers of the second death. You're going to take the person. You don't want to mess around and wake up and get bumped in the back. You let you know. Y'all over there sitting and grinning. Look here. You automatically going to take the, the first death because every man going to take that one. But you don't want to be woke up and be and take that second death. You got to overcome this thing. So what he's trying to tell you now, you got to overcome this thing. Hold that point. Back up and give me Matthew 6, 24 and 33. Come right back. Matthew 6, 24 and 33. All right. We're going over to the book of Matthew, chapter 6. We want verse number 24 and verse number 23. Book of Matthew, chapter no, 3. Hold on, hold on, y'all, Ryan. Give me chapter 6. Give me chapter 6, 24 and 33. The book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 24 and 33. Verse 24 reads, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve Yahweh in manner. Verse 33. But seek you first the kingdom of Yahweh, his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Mm-hmm. So, that, so day every day, you you know, you got to overcome this thing. He said, you overcome this thing, you won't get caught up in the second death. Now, come on back to um, 2, verse 12. The book of Revelation, chapter 2, picking up at verse number 12. Verse 12 reads, And to the angel of the all the congregation of the children of Israel in Pergamos, right? These things said, he which has the sharp sword with two edges. Mm. So he went to Pergamon. So there go that there go another, there go another. You remember all in the all and that was read mother didn't read in that one eleven. But these to them seven congregations of Judah over there in China and and Japan, what you call Asia. That's what he writing to. Keep on reading that young lad. Verse thirteen. I know your work and where you dwell in. Even where Satan seated, and you hold it. He's like, I, he's like, hold. He said, "I know, I know what y'all got going on. I even know what Satan is. This man, John, right from prison. He said, "I know you were." He said, "I even know what Satan is sitting there, and we know what Satan's sitting there now over there in the Vatican City as we speak. So we know what Satan's sitting there even today." Go ahead, read. And you hold it fast, my name, and have yeah. denied. And you hold it fast, my name, and have not denied my faith. 
even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful merchant, who was slain among you where Satan dwelt. Mm-hmm. He said, he said, he said, I watched y'all do some killing on, on, on some of my leaders I had over there. John, right about that. Right about that. Go ahead and read 14. 14. But I have a few things against you. Because you had there them that hold the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balaam. To cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. So you see that? He says there's a couple of you congregation over there. Y'all doing some slick stuff over there, and 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 remind them that I see him real good. But for time's sake, keep going. I like to jump on that a little bit too. But go ahead, give me some more. Fifteen. Fifteen. So has you also them that hold the teaching of Nicolaitan, the Nicolaitan, which thing I hate. Mm-hmm. 16. Repent, or else I will come unto you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. You hear the man saying? The man saying, you tell, you tell him repent. They're going to fight against you with the sword of your mouth. If you know you and you are lost with your zeal, you got, you got your zeal, and you look in the mirror and don't see no more zeal, look in the mirror and see no more zealous, you say you better repent and come back to your first love. Huh? Got, because verse 17. 17. He that had their ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto them all the congregation of the children of Israel, to him that overcometh, where I give to each of the hidden man, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. Mm-hmm. So, for time's sake, I, I, I just can't break down that, but that for time's sake, young lion, so we just gonna stop it right there for time's sake. Give me, give me the last, give me a little shelf, twenty-eight and twenty-nine to close the statement, and we'll catch everybody tomorrow at seven thirty. We might get back on again. It all depends on who's ready to go at seven thirty. Verse twenty-eight and twenty-nine. What it say? The Book of Revelation, chapter two, verse twenty-eight and twenty-nine. Twenty-eight reads, and I would give him the morning star. Twenty-nine. He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto all the congregation of the children of Israel. <laughs> you don't mind closing statement, kick everybody again in March 730. Uh, be, be ready to go, you hear? Come on, that young line. Take it up. Take us home. Come on. Thank you, Yahweh, for another blessed day to read his word. Thank you, Yahweh, for the opportunity to like to meet you. The servant, Spirit Israel of Seed Water. Thank you, Yahweh, for the opportunity to be able to teach my wife and children the laws, the word of Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh, for the elders, the mothers, all the teachers, the brothers and sisters in the sixth anointed camp. And thank you, Yahweh, for bringing all the 12 tribes of Israel back together. I want to read from 
the book of uh, chapter 7, verse 1. Verse 1 reads, O Yahweh, my Yahweh, and you do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.